Hi, I'm Gerner. And I'm Paul. And you're listening to the audio commentary for episode 6 of Hockey Strike, the production. And this is the episode in which we reveal exactly how we came up with the show, sort of. Pretty much more or less. Uh, I wanted to do a sort of uh, show within a show, postmodern kind of thing. Well, you know, kind of like that Seinfeld episode. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, because when we were actually coming up with ideas, we were throwing things around just like Jerry and George did in the Seinfeld episode. And so, actually, there is even a scene with that. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the ideas that uh, we discussed in that scene were actual ideas that were on the table at some point or other. Exactly. And that was a little shout-out to my friend Michael O'Dee's podcast, uh, Most People Are DJs. Uh, he'd given us a great review that day, and we figured we would return the favor. And uh, so that's exactly what we did. We didn't tell him about it, so it'd be a nice surprise. It's a surprise. I don't even know if he's seen it yet. Here you coming up, you'll hear the, uh, the Seinfeld-esque uh, title music <laughs> thing came up with the bing, 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 story means. So this is this is us thinking of ideas. What are we going to do with our video podcast? And, and these are these were actual ideas that uh, that Garner had, and uh, and actually my reactions to them are very similar to... Uh... Except for the going outside part. I mean, <clears throat> that's not that we're agoraphobic or anything, but uh, we wanted to keep it simple. And at the time, it was cold out. And at the time, it was cold out. I mean, when we started this whole thing, it was the middle of winter. Um, and so a lot of the early shows were written for being in the middle of winter. And, uh, and that's why uh, Fur Paul had to end up wearing the hoodie in the middle of summer. And I think at some point, I did even say, it's like, no, we'd have to go outside. And it was winter, so it was too cold to go outside. So maybe that part even did happen. Maybe, yeah, this may be. Um, this show, uh, from a writing standpoint, has altered the most from first draft to uh, final shooting uh, script. The version you see here, uh, the most number of rewrites and changes, uh, mostly because when I originally wrote it, it was again sort of the story of how we created this show. But uh, I threw in so many in jokes that would really mean only would mean nothing to anybody else but Paul and I. And uh, Paul said, "You know what? This is really funny to you and I, but nobody, nobody else, else is going to get, get this." And, and I said, "You know, you're right." And that was when we came up with Mrs. O'Malley, and we actually worked her into mentions in a couple of earlier episodes as a result of that. Yeah, the production order of these episodes changed significantly from the original draft, too. So we've been able to throw in things like foreshadowing and clever literary devices that all really good writers use like that. And scrunched up paper in the scene just before. Yeah, I don't know if anybody got that joke. I'm writing on a laptop, so why would I be crumpling up bits of paper like those classic typewriter writing scenes? Um, this actually happened uh, to uh, a friend of ours who wanted to be in the in the uh, show, but uh, her, her uh, shop steward with the union uh, <laughs> said that she could Oh, the provolone, that's a shout-out to Sports Night. That's a Sports Night shout-out, and you know what? You and I are probably one of the, the two of the few people that actually get that res that reference, but it, it still needs to have it in there. <laughs> Did we make another provolone reference in another episode, though? No, it's just that when we actually started doing the show, I actually went out and bought provolone so that we had, when we were right, reading, when we, we, we had actual yeah. provolone. <laughs> and uh, there's this whole thing with the, you know, big-time television, no provolone. Well, we have provolone, and we're not big-time television. And actually, our friend did end up, did end up uh, uh, coming in anyway, and uh, she was very impressed with the professionalism of our, uh, of our production company, of two. 
which which is kind of frightening because we were just kind of you know we didn't know what the hell we were doing especially then we've gotten a lot better at it since but but certainly at the time we had no idea what we were doing um, this one we did we shot a lot of coverage for these scenes and it's funny because there's a couple of bits that I actually picked up from blooper scenes but it was you know cut it right before that blooper and we're fine my little freeze frame joke uh, down at the bottom there freeze frame it just just give it a try yeah, like there's there's jokes in the front. He showed me the original copy, and there's a lot of in in joke material in the in the magazine itself for fans of the show. This is a shout out to them. Exactly, exactly. You know, because I figure if anyone's going to take the time to freeze the frame and check it out, it'll work. Not, don't know if it'll show up on the resolution. Uh, well, that, that's that's a possibility but too. In the but the DVD version, which will eventually come out, I'm sure. You'll absolutely, be able to see it. absolutely, you can. Yeah, you definitely can. I did check that out. When I, when I did the shot, I actually set it up so that you would be able to clearly read it. Um, and, and this was a new ending. Yeah, this is, again, new from the original draft. Um, I'll discuss online about all the changes in detail. but It'll be on the forum, uh, www.paulfrench.ca slash hockey strike slash forum. Thanks for listening. <laughs>